0: Welcome to the Media Center. Uh, my name is Levi Loggins and sitting to my right... RVT! You gave us prints today. A little falsetto today. Yes. We're in the new week. How are you? I'm
1: chilling, man. i got a fancy-ass uh, new promotion. Yes, you did. And uh, it's uh, not been worth it. <laughs> 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 There's about two times the work that is... Okay. I... You know, I've been doing a lot of the head honcho stuff for a while at my previous location.
0: Yes, you have.
1: Um, and it it very much prepared me for going into this new place. But there's there's a mental mindset difference between I've been pushed into the role and okay, somebody believed in me for the role. Now it's on you. Show up. You know? Yeah, yeah. you don't have that added back the backstop of. Oh, you're, you're kind of, you're, you don't know everything. We're giving you a little pass on some of the things you make mistakes on. Now I have to know everything. Yeah. You know, but you know, I, I told you before, my paycheck is looking pretty and uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm now a rich man. Every other Friday, that's where it's
0: all worth it. <laughs> you know some new kicks are coming down the line. You know yes. some new shoes. My shoe closet is about to explode. We need to start posting just shoe, shoe cams of you on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Right now, I've got the. I should. Pro- I should like announce the shoes
0: that I'm wearing to the sneakerheads.
1: Oh my God! Yes.
0: Yeah. Every episode. Okay. What's What's on the shoe cam today? So,
1: uh, because you all can't see us, uh, none of you know that I'm a huge Nike fan, um, and their sneaks are classics. Nobody's gonna doubt me or uh, disagree with me on that. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm wearing some uh, Air Max uh, Air Force Two Seventies, which are. Oh. Damn. <laughs>
0: Bring down the house. The
1: shoes got excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are a um, high-top version of the Air Max 270s, the Athletics with the big bubble on the back. Uh, and they are, but with an Air Force silhouette. And they're in black and white with black suede on the top.
0: Ooh, looking um, clean, looking tight.
1: Yo, I put some of that water protectants on it. Oh, the stuff I gave you? Shit's magic. It's amazing, right? It's amazing. It's like it wipes off like Rain-X on my windshield.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I spilled um, cherry soda, red cherry soda onto white Converse, and it just dripped completely off. No stains or anything.
1: If you put like two or... Okay. Just a little tip. One coat doesn't do it. No. You have to spray.
0: Spray.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Three I promise you your shoes won't turn yellow. Especially the stuff, I'm gonna spot this. Finish line better fucking sponsor us. (laughs) Finish line water Protectant. I like yours. Yeah. I like theirs better. Sure. Yeah, it won't turn your white shoes yellow, I promise you. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that's a big thing. When you leave them in the And don't leave them in the sun, you idiots. Okay? Leaving them in the sun is what turns them, like, egg yolk yellow. Who wants that? Yeah, keep your shoes in the dark. Damn right! Where they belong for uh, two, three hours. Yes. Yes. (laughs) After that, take a Lamborghini's out for a spin. (laughs) Anyway, so, you know, this is the one part of my wardrobe where I can, you know, everything else is kind of, uh you know, but my shoes are where I really, like, they fly. They always gotta be fly.
0: Now I feel like that's a great transition into what we will be talking about today. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Oh my god! It's like I knew what the news story was. Shopping. Shopping. And the metro, the the center, the mecca of shopping in the states. Fifth well, Avenue. Other than, than rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> For our LA fans, we still treasure the home front. We're talking about those the on the East Coast, uh, Fifth Avenue.
1: Yeah. It doesn't truly fall under the umbrella of media but i feel like it's a story that has kind of it has its own ties to media because it really the the world that we live in now we do most of our shopping online. I don't know about you, but I definitely... Oh yeah. I do most of my shopping, my window shopping even, online.
0: I was gonna say that, even if I don't do my actual purchasing online, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go to the website first before I go in to make the trip to see if they have anything good in stock.
1: You check if they're in stock, you check if they have any new styles, a lot of stores will have sold out of styles, and so you'd wanna order online because at least the warehouse would have it.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: And companies, have recognized that for years now and thankfully are making websites that cater to uh, and have more features for shopping online it's incredible what we've what we've accomplished what's been developed in business in the last few years here's the problem though luxury retailers on Fifth Avenue in New York are starting to vacate the premises
0: now before we go too deep into this I do want to give credit where credit is due we are taking the majority of our information that we will be talking about and spinning off from, from a CNN business article by Nathaniel Myerson. 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 I can't pronounce anyone's name <laughs> uh, but it's the white people too
1: right <laughs> and you can't do outros so you know, you'll trip up anywhere you know uh,
0: and, and his um, his article is titled Why Retailers Are Fleeing Fifth Avenue."
1: Yeah. So, uh, just to give it a bit of a rundown, uh, because of the changing nature of retail, commercial availability, um, and consumerism, a lot of luxury brands are leaving Fifth Avenue. It's it's due to a number of things that we'll get to, but um, Calvin Klein announced on Thursday that it would close its Medicine
0: Avenue store in the spring. Which is a big, a big deal, because not only have they been... Exiting Fifth Avenue, which is a huge a huge announcement, but also they've been exiting other locations, even at the Americana location in Glendale, California. They're leaving. They, as well. they they've already gone. Yeah. And I'm assuming they've already exited out of several other locations as well. Right. And which is a big. Even... It's a big deal. I mean, they're a big brand. They're very hot right now. Right. Absolutely. They hot <laughs> right. right. I'm thinking of that that quote <laughs> Zulu. and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, He's so oh, hot right, right. now. <laughs> oh my God. What. what? I forget his name. Oh, it was. Oh, it was um.
1: It was some German name, right?
0: Yeah, Hansel. Hansel.
1: Hansel. Hansel. He's so hot right now. Hansel. <laughs> when Will Ferrell does it too, yeah, the award show. It's everything. It's so great. But so Calvin Klein though is not the only one feeling the pinch. Um, other retailers like um, houses. They're not retailers. They're houses.
0: The, the fashion houses, yeah. Ralph
1: Lauren, Lord and Taylor, Henry Bendel,
0: Gap. Also said of the holidays that it's on its way out. Versace is looking leave Fifth Avenue. Which I blame Michael Kors, but that is neither here <laughs> nor there.
1: <laughs> it's um. Look, we we. If you are into business, if you're into looking at uh, money news stories, keeping up with the, with the stock market, economy, you'll know that Amazon made a fucking killing over the holidays. I think they reported about a 15% uh, uh, surplus over last year's Black Friday sales.
0: Taking that, Trump.
1: Right. <laughs> and through the holidays. Uh-huh. Um and retailers, uh, physical retail stores, companies that keep a lot of physical retail stores, they're they are they were feeling the pinch over the holidays. They were uh, overall, uh, these companies reported about a ten percent loss compared to the last year. And it's been the case; that's been the trend year over year for these companies. Um, it's it's a multitude of reasons that sales are down, but the big one is you can find everything online.
0: And not even that, but it's it's the whole thing about the the fashion houses they're leaving because it is a new generation mm-hmm. i feel we, we we discussed this a little bit in the in the pre-chat we had about about, about this topic and it is no longer, in my opinion, it really shows that it's a new, it's a new era. You know, it's no longer the '50s, '60s where you see, you know, old Hollywood stars down Fifth Avenue buying, you know, Chanel and yeah. and all of this. It's it's you know, it's people buying Louis Vuitton and Gucci yeah. in back.
1: It's about the atmosphere of the store that's being created as well. Nobody's into yeah. walking to a place and feeling like. They're being shat on simply because of what they look like walking into the
0: store. Especially because money has started uh, being uh, not dissipated, but, but shared out between new de- demographics now. Definitely. E- even the celebrities that we have now are not what would normally have that amount of money. Right. We're in the age of the reality star, mm-hmm. I feel, and its height. I mean, when, when a girl like Cardi B can rise to such phenomenal success where she got her name on a reality show by being Ratchet. Right. <coughs> and then she gets crazy huge success as a... Ra- <coughs> oh my God. She gets... I'm okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> where a girl like Cardi B can get crazy huge success starting where she got her name on a reality show by being Ratchet. And from there, she can go on to be a respected rapper musician mm-hmm. you, you know that's a huge thing so people like that are what's leading fashion and leading you know the masses on where to go where, where to where to get the stuff that's so hot right now right they're not going to you know versace or or calvin klein right and
1: even the like high fat look, look we talk a lot of shit about kanye but he makes bank with his fashion line he does and you know, there's other, there's other stars like Tyler, the Creator and like you said, Cardi B, who are opening up pop-up shops during these times.
0: Those are so big.
1: They're so big they're so popular and they're here for a flash. And that's the type of society we live in now. That's the type of time we live in now where it's about the moment. It's about the moment that you... It's, about, it's also about non-availability for a lot of stock items. The fact that it's something so hard to, to get a hold of is what's more appealing to, I think, our generation. Exclusivity. Exclusivity. That's that's the word, exclusivity. And these bigger brands are not
0: exclusive. You I mean, there's one in the Glendale Galleria right now. It's been there for about a month. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a, it's a it's a huge I mean they look like any huge high fashion pop-up. It's it's all white on the inside. They haven't really done much. It looks industrial. I know what you're talking about. And they only have a few, you know, roller racks, metal roller racks and they put up these expensive clothes just in receipt your garment bags. This is what's hot. This is what's popular. Yeah. is is that it, it reminds me of what old experimental Brooklyn designers used to house their clothes in. And now that's what you know the big stuff, the big, popular stuff is in. Absolutely. So
1: but it's not, it's not even the culture is something that we can dive into a little bit deeper, but let's get through these. The first and most obvious reason that these retailers are leaving is high costs. Yeah. New York is getting more and more expensive. That's not a kept secret of any kind. Um, the numbers that are being reported are that the asking price per square foot of retail space from 49th to 60th on Fifth Avenue at the end of this year was $2,660. Which is a lot. Nearly $500 more than it was a decade ago and you're seeing people leaving, you're seeing companies leaving already. The number of vanishing retailers is leaving its mark, at 49th to 60th. The availability of leases hit 27.5%, up about 5% from a decade ago. So it's already in progress and it's only going to keep going. But it's also that a lot of companies are trying to redevelop themselves for the digital age, trying to create some an aesthetic for themselves that's more appealing to the demographics that are leaving. And there's brands like Tiffany's who are going undergoing a three-year renovation and it's Part of the jewelers focus on attracting younger, hipper customers to its engagement rings. Um, and then New York, uh, Nike, we mentioned Nike at the top. They're opening a six-floor, 68,000-square-foot, House of Innovation Triple Zero, fucking love that name, <laughs> on 5th in November, and they're shuttering down the old Nike Town store, which is a great move. I don't know if you've been into a Nike store lately, but the way they've set it up, the way it kind of feels like a modern New York loft in a lot of its stores, Yeah, like the bright the choices of bright wood on the floors, the clean-looking walls, the sparseness of its stock against the walls, and there's so much open floor space for you to move around. It feels like it's not trying to overload you.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like when you go to you know shop for a Birkin bag or something, and you come in. And you, they offer you champagne. You sit down on the couch. They bring them out for you. The the inventory is sparse. It's it's like that, but for the the down. It's more chill. It's more approachable.
1: Yeah, and that kind of the way that you just described it. That's almost like shopping online. You're yeah. probably sitting at home in your bed with a fucking cup of coffee, or like, or maybe maybe you're drinking wine in bed. I don't know. kind of I'm, you're I'm you're drinking mad. wine in bed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Six in the morning. What's your- <laughs>
1: We got some, we got some stuff to talk about later, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like you're sitting comfortable, you're, you're enjoying yourself and you're, you're browsing with your mouse, everything's a click away. The only difference is you're comfortable somewhere else and you clicking your mouse is a salesperson helping you find things. You ask for something, you get to see it. And I mean, it's a model the way that if they do it right at widespread, It'll be a great way to bring back sales because it'll really feel like... The the difference between online shopping and going out shopping is it's an experience. It's an excursion out into the world.
0: It's an event. And speaking of that, there is a lot of hot button things that stores have started to do that really bring people in. And one of those things is the envelop... Envelopment? Is that a word? Yeah. The envelopment of technology. In, oh, the inclusion into, of technology. To the inclusion of technology into their, their business. They've integrated it, absolutely. The integration, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, there are no cash registers in the Nike store. Yeah, if you have to pay everything through the app. You know how much people love that stuff? Oh my god, they'll do anything they'll but, do anything people who wouldn't go into Nike anyway if they hear oh they don't do cash registers they do everything over the phone Cheryl guess who's going to Nike yeah. Cheryl and <laughs> you know where that is Cheryl that's another white woman name yeah.
1: um, <laughs> but it's the same kind of thing that Apple has been doing for ages mm-hmm. you, you pay. you can still pay with card over there but if you have Apple Pay there's some benefits to it. It's so I dangerous. Do, I know. I, know. <laughs> I use the Nike app all the time to buy stuff, yeah. whether that's online or in the store. And um, it really is like you're you're earning rewards by using the app. You're there's been, There are perks to using that, and that's how you keep people coming back into your store. That kind of integration, I think, is really. Uh, a, a, a great idea, especially for a brand that already caters to such demographics as the ones that high houses are having trouble getting to.
0: It's, it's very that. It's, it's the being able to keep up with the times and keep up with what your demographics are because we also discussed outside of the podcast how Victoria's Secret – has failed to do this.
1: Exactly, yes, they, I mean, they haven't, they, they've been such a big brand, such a name brand for so long that people hear Victoria's Secret and still to their credit, people think high fashion lingerie, high priced lingerie, good quality product, but in the last couple few years, with the way that the times have changed, with the way that we uh, approach body image, they have not adapted to the current conversation. They haven't adapted to the demographics that want to shop at their stores. They're not catering to plus-size uh, people. It's They're just not. And it's not because they don't hear the noise. It's because they're too stubborn, I feel, to change what they've been doing. It's it's an outdated model.
0: And we've seen that in in businesses before where they have said... I believe it was... Banana, no, it was Abercrombie and Fitch. Of course, where, where, of course it was. Where their last CEO even said, "Oh, we would never make plus size clothing. That's gross. Yeah. Why would we do that?" And he came under fire for that. Of course, and it's the same. Even if you don't say it, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're just saying, "No, we won't make it. Uh, that's an issue, and businesses fall apart after that."
1: Absolutely, yeah, and you know, as soon as soon as you. In whatever way, brand yourself as a company that's not willing to adhere to the demographics and the way that they feel about certain things that attribute to your business, you're losing. You're immediately going to lose, and there's no way, there's no business model to come back from that unless you apologize and change your tune. Uh, the other thing that's uh, keeping people from uh, continuing to pay exorbitant rent on Fifth Avenue is where are their customers living? It's not on 5th
0: Avenue for the most part. They can't afford to live there. No. That's the issue. You know who's living around 5th Avenue? Old Money. Old Money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. People who have had that money in their family for generations. The millennials that live in New York live in the Bronx. They live in Yonkers. They live in Brooklyn.
0: Brooklyn, Brooklyn big time. <laughs> Greenwich Village is ripe for some of these retail stores. And you know where the subway stops out of Brooklyn. Where Soho? Hell yeah! Tell me about Soho. Soho, Soho is where the money's at. To be honest, that is there. I mean, the Hollister flagship is there, and whether you like it or not, Hollister is a huge player in, in the fashion industry right now. Yeah. Uh, at least mm-hmm. for streetwear, and that's a big deal. Huge. That's deal. right there. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's weird to me because it is bright. Next to Chinatown. Literally two blocks away from Chinatown.
1: But that's the co-mingling that's been going on for a few years now. It's like we don't care where we open as long as it's profitable.
0: And that entire row, that that whole street. I mean, I lived three, four blocks away from Soho Mm -hmm. for two years. And that whole street is just shopping, shopping, shopping. You have Hollister, Uniqlo, Abercrombie, Michael Kors. You have everything down there. And at least when I lived there it was more popular to go to solo than it was fifth, at least around my age group.
1: Yeah. The other thing that kind of keeps, that's hard for companies to be able to get right in the middle of their demographics is zoning laws. Zoning laws only allow retail in certain areas and you can't just pigeonhole yourself into some little uh, red brick Brooklyn apartment building just because all your customers seem to live there. You have to be in one of those few spaces and uh, you know, New York's congested. There's only a few final frontiers left for them and they're trying to find them And kudos to the brands that saw the game ahead of time and started moving out there because they're taking up incredibly valuable real estate not valuable in terms of money valuable in terms of the future that's a big deal Nordstrom is opening a store in the city's west side Neiman Marcus is opening up in Hudson Yards and Westfield, Oculus, and Brooklyn, Brookfield Place, two shopping areas uh, at or near the World Trade Center, are also becoming popular for brands.
0: I mean, you're having brands like Warby Parker step up to bat. Yeah. That is
1: such a new company. Everlane, Allbirds, and then LeFleur, all of those who started online, yeah. they they were ahead of the game too because they... Look, if you're a company that started online ages ago and are profitable now, it's because you saw ahead of time what the trend, where the trends were going. If you're opening a store now as one of those companies, I don't think that I, the, that mentality or at least that, that, uh, progressive thinking was going away anytime soon. They found that next frontier before any of these older stores who were refusing to conform didn't see before.
0: And they have that confidence to say, we have this business model that was so successful online. Why would we ever need to depend on fifth Avenue? Exactly. Wow.
1: Yeah. So that's a big deal. I mean, I'm like, we're seeing it in Los Angeles too. It's not just Fifth Avenue. You do see, here's my thing, right? I'm finding so many brands online. Oh yes. I'd never heard of before. It's, it really is like, I've always thought that music had too much content just because there's so many people who can do, who can make music. There are so many people out there now with the with the with the uh, advancements in technology, the way that the internet is, the way that shopping online is. There's so many people starting their own brands, and you don't have to go to the big the big companies anymore. You don't have to go to the big houses anymore. If you want a certain type of thing, there is a company out there for you with a website you haven't heard of yet, with a name you haven't heard of yet. It's just waiting for you to click on.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So. That's that's how the cookie crumbles. That's that on that. That's that on that. The internet messed up Fifth (laughs) Avenue.
1: (laughs) The internet messed up a lot, but we're not going to go into that. That's a whole. That's for the. That's for a whole other podcast. I
0: blame the internet. Uh,
1: (laughs) That could be a great podcast, though. Can you imagine? Blaming the the internet. internet. Oh yeah. Suing the internet. (laughs) Laundry list of things, and then yeah, people will listen to it and be like, "Yeah, that happened to me." I want money for it. Yeah. But anyway, so Fifth Avenue, retail, it's dying down, and uh, until next week when we talk about uh, some more blanket media things, like Roma. Yeah. Roma, the movie, not the city, and uh, its recent run at the Golden Globes, what it means for the Oscars. So Uh, tune in for that.
0: Triggered. I know. I
1: know we already have thoughts without even reading into it. Yeah. Yeah his name is Levi Loggins you can hit him up at contact at LeviLoggins.com he is useful for so many amazing things and he's going to have a little bit more free time coming up soon them. yes Yes. that That, is so true that's (laughs) some under blanket shit though and my name is Arneet Singh you can hit me up at underscore A-C-E-I-N-G on Instagram Arneet.com or hit me up at Arneet at Arneet.com I'm also useful
0: for many things hey Arneet yes do you own a camera I do own a camera (gasps) do you use this camera funny you mention I do For what? For taking
1: pictures of people and things.
0: Hit him up. He's great. He's amazing. Your mother would be so lucky. (laughs) Until next time, before Levi
1: gets into a real Yiddish thing going on here.
0: Bye. See ya. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of The Media Center. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, please leave us a rating and review. Be sure to
1: join us next time.